Man, they are at it again. They ain't had the meeting. And this meeting is supposed to be on reparations, right? They supposed to be having this um this discussion. They discussing it as if like they they ain't sure that we deserve it, right? Oh the problem is so complex, right? And I even heard people talking like cash payments wasn't included. It was some crazy stuff. I've been hearing a lot of stuff, but they had the meeting today, or one of the first meetings, or whatever. Um, and guess what? It's not even surprising, but Mitch McConnell doesn't think the United States should give our reparations to black people, right? And I'm like, wow, he really went there, right? I can't believe he had the audacity. But anywho, he said that, you know. But it's not surprising, you know. It's not. It's not really surprising. Because a lot of uh, the Republican Party thinks that way, right? Because they're like, they're the old, um, what you call them, Dixiecrats? Or the old Democrats, like, because they made the big switch or whatever back in the day. But Democrat Party got some races in it too, so it's not, you know. But, um, let's see, um, basically, but people of color, they kind of already look at the Republican Party a certain way anyway, right? I can't believe the Republican Party wonders why people of color look look at the Republican uh, name and they, they see that R and that R kind of stands for something, right? We automatically, people of color automatically think when they see that R, it stands for a certain word. That R in the Republican name. But anyway, let's, let me let y'all listen to what, um, Mitch McConnell had to say because he was pretty brave so he, well I guess it wasn't all that brave you know but because we already knew what they really thought you know but I'm gonna let y'all hear what Mitch McConnell actually had to say you know I can't believe you Mitch thought you wanted people of color to vote for you you know or black people, you know, I thought y'all wanted more black people. I guess you don't, you just want other people of color, maybe? I don't know. 
But your show won't be getting out vote talking like this. Uh, um, let me see. Can I find it? Can I find it? Can I find it? Okay, found it. Now let's wait for it to load. Can't believe Mitch, man. The Republicans don't even try to hide their racism. Man. They are so brave, you know. They they just coward, you know, very conspicuous. Loading, loading, loading. The Republican Party. Wow. On the eve of the House Judiciary Committee's hearing on legislation related to paying reparations for slavery, the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, voiced urged fellow Republicans. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think reparations for something that happened 150 years ago for none of us currently living are responsible is a good idea. Uh, we've, you know, tried to deal with our original sin of slavery by fighting a civil war, by passing uh, landmark civil rights legislation. Uh, we've elected an African-American president. Uh, I think we're always a work in progress in this country, uh, but no one currently alive was responsible for that. Let's bring in Van Newkirk, a staff writer at The Atlantic, and Reverend Robert W. What was the point of mentioning Barack Obama? Like that forgives you for everything. You know, like, Obama is reparations. What they got to do with reparations to let them Barack Obama, you know? That's not, that is not reparations. Like, that doesn't make the black community whole, right? That doesn't help out the black community, right? That was symbolism, basically. That's all it was, you know. <clears throat> but anyway, I can't believe him. You know, just so out about it, right? So outward. Ely, a descendant of General Robert E. Lee, also the author of A Sin by Any Other Name, Reckoning with Racism and the Heritage of the South. Uh, gentlemen, good evening. Appreciate you coming on. Ben, I'm going to start with you. What strikes you the most of those remarks by Mr. Connell? The thing that really gets me is that uh, comment about President Obama. Uh, the fact that uh, Senate Majority Leader McConnell seems to believe that Obama himself was reparations. Uh, that's, that's a tough one to me. Um, you know, I think it was a, a big thing for African Americans, but, uh, you know, 40 acres and a, and a Barack Obama, that's how that works. Um, yeah, but, you know, I, the whole thing, it was so long ago. Uh, that's not what reparations has ever been about. It's not about who or what person necessarily is responsible. It's the fact that the United States government built a government and an economy that sustained itself off the back of slavery and then Jim Crow. And Jim Crow, my grandmother was a grown woman uh, with kids when she could vote legally for the first time. So, you know, that's uh, what we're talking about here. Not just something oh, so long ago and we got Obama because of it. So, yeah, he basically just said the same thing I just said. Um, mm -hmm. But 
the reparation discussion, right, is happening everywhere now, right? So that's a good thing. But at the same time, they need to go and um, give out them cash payments, you know, and create other things that can be considered reparations. But we do know that we are owed. I mean, Mitch McConnell does slavery happened but you deserve nothing you know the whole reason america is the a superpower right is because of black people right free labor didn't i have a lot to do with it i'm pretty sure it did <laughs> and the whole reason that white people are as rich as they are is because of black people right they stole so much from black people and didn't pay them sort of remind you the the ncaa right how they got black people working for them but not paying them though anywho um i'm not even gonna go there right now but yeah it's sort of the same thing right um man just to think that and i i seen a poll that uh said that there's a lot of people that don't want black people to have reparations that's insane to me so other people can get their reparations but we can't get ours huh is that what you're trying to tell me, America? I hope it ain't. I hope America isn't that messed up, right? But it is America, though, right? And America is known for some, some things, right? Certain things. They always, um... There's a lot of people that try to act like they're good people, but behind the scenes, though, we all know how that goes. I got something else I want to let you just into real quick. It's another discussion on reparations. Because everybody's talking about it now. Let me see, can I find it? <clears throat> and I found it. something that has been discussed for decades today, reparations. Now, activists and lawmakers alike have long considered reparations for African Americans who they say have felt the effects of institutionalized racism as a result of slavery 150 years ago. Joining us to discuss this very hot topic, we've got conservative commentator and talk radio host Steve Malzberg and award-winning professor and editor-at-large at Salon, D. Watkins. Gentlemen, thank you for being with us. Um, so first, I want to take a listen to this soundbite we've got after Danny Glover spoke before the panel today. Let's listen. Justice for black people will not flow into society merely from court decisions nor from fountains of political oratory. Justice for black people cannot be achieved without radical changes in the structure of our society. All right, guys, first make the case for why or why not. Let's go with D first. I think it's very simple, it's just cut and dry. Um, America's only a superpower because of free labor. Um, a lot of people use this language and they talk about how, you know, when the slaves came to America, came to America, when slaves came to America, and slaves didn't come to America, these people were farmers, they were masons, they were people. <laughs> America turned them into slaves and it's time that our country does the right thing. Steve, case? 
Um, slavery was horrific. It was horrible. They call it original sin. I don't disagree with any of that. Uh, however, slaves are no longer in existence. They are in Africa. They're not here. The people who were slaves are no longer here. I didn't have slaves. Why the heck should I pay a non-slave for what took place almost 200 years ago? It makes no sense. The public's against it, and it's never going to happen. Now that, that's a good point, because a, a recent Rasmussen poll shows that Americans are definitely not in favor of that. I think we've got it here. 21% um, are actually in favor. 66% are opposed and 13 percent undecided or not sure about how they feel uh, so many people like you said steve many people feel this is is you know making today's person pay for sins of the father what do you think Dave? i think um how much um how many people were um opposed to slavery <laughs> why didn't their ancestors step up and be more progressive to stop that horrific institution it's very very easy to be against it now it's easy to say these things now, but we have to deal with the long-term effects of what happened to this country. It's just, it's, it's not a fair thing, and we, we still see we still see the effects of these things to this day. How, how do you relate those effects today of, of slavery? Like, what, what would you say is, like, something, a direct effect? African-Americans are... All right, so th there's a stat list. There's a stat. There's, there's, a, there's a stat list of any and everything that you can connect to society. And I'll just start with education. White people had the opportunity to go to school 250 years before black people were able to enter classrooms. That's 250 years to build a culture of education. That's 250 years to fall in love with literature. Tremendous, tremendous leg-ups. Okay, first of all, we did stand up against slavery. You were the first country to end slavery, uh, to do away with slavery within our own country. We fought a war and lost, lost hundreds of thousands of people. We fought against each other to end slavery. So that's number one. Number two, um, I, 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 will, I will argue that... Um, and not only have we you know, tried to go in along the way with programs and affirmative action and civil rights legislation, et cetera, uh, throughout the many years just to try to make it right, uh, but the, 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 the big cities in this country that uh, house a lot of uh, African Americans today that are impoverished, crime-ridden, corrupt, run by Democrats for, year, for 100 years, 50 years, 60 years, Baltimore, Flint, Detroit, Chicago, Oakland, you go down Newark, you go down the list, all run by the same Democrat culture that has kept African Americans where they are within those cities in crime-ridden, disastrous uh, uh, political circumstances. I think it's time that Africans do something about that and exercise their right to vote a different way. So reparations are not the way forward is what you think? Well, no, and we're getting off the track a little, I admit, but no, reparations for what? So you're going to give somebody money, a little bit of money, what's it going to do? Change things? So let's, let's entertain me for a second here. Let's say that for some reason this passes, right? Reparations happens, it becomes a thing. But we already have a million and one undoable things that we can't, you know, the federal government cannot accomplish. We can't fix issues at the VA. There's veterans committing suicide every day, dying every day. We can't do universal college. We can't do universal health care. We can't do universal child care so our women can go back to work. 
where and, and why does this take precedent, or does it, over any of these other issues? If we did have reparations, I mean, where does it fall on the line of the million and one things? So I think this country is too racist to do the right thing. And I think Steve agrees with me. Like, we already know what, we know what America is. Like, we know what America is. It's not like a, it's, it's not a shot. But at the end of the day, if we go beyond any, any complex issue, any individual city, and we just look at this the country holistically, People were kidnapped. People were raped. People were killed. People performed hundreds and hundreds of years of free labor. Their ancestors, the ancestors should be compensated. Where, where, where do, but if, they, if, if this does happen, where does this fall in line? Do we, do we give health care, universal health care, like Bernie's been talking about for railing for the last decade? Or, or do we talk about college education like Elizabeth Warren is talking about? Where does this fall well, in line? Well, first of all, will we, calcul we calculate the amount of labor? And then we distribute checks to the people who are, yeah, didn't do the exactly. labor. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, benefited from I, I don't know where you're saying I agree with you about anything you've said, and especially that we're a racist country. Where do you, where on earth do you come off saying that? that I mean, that's out, that's insane that you would sit there and say that while I'm sitting here next to you. I do not agree with you. We're the most, we're the most non-racist nation in the in the in the world. We're the greatest nation in the world. And if you could find a nation that you think is less racist, then I'd like to hear about it. But so, so where where would we draw the line? Who who gets reparations? What about what about the Chinese railroad workers or the Chinese women who were forced into prostitution during the gold rush? Where, what about the Native Americans? Do can they get reparations? Who who gets reparations for sins of the father? Anyone who can make a case for it. Is it an Elizabeth Warren like I'm one one thousand Native American? Like who who gets it? No, I don't think it's that simple, but I think when we try to add, when we try to add more code to the body and try to make it bigger than what it is, then it's easy to distract from the topic African-Americans, uh, descendants of people who built this country, who performed hundreds of years of free labor, and it's the reason why America would be able to come superpower. It's why America is superpower. Like because, I mean, realistically, how do you implement that, right? There's different ways to do it. If you can prove that your ancestors failed to slave, then you don't have to pay taxes, ever. <laughs> you know, you never know, you know have to pay taxes. And you and you go to college. And what about the four thousand free members of the African, the, the Black American community that owned over thirteen thousand slaves, according to Henry Louis Gates Jr. writing in the Root.com in two thousand thirteen? Where do they fit in? Do they get money? Do they have to pay money? Do they, what, what happens there? See how ridiculous this whole thing is? No, because you can pay a couple thousand to millions. So no, it's not ridiculous at all. That's definitely something that's like, like, dropped in the bucket. Because how, how do you execute this? I mean, like, you know, all these. But how do, not, how do we not have the conversation? How do we not say that people in this country have not benefited from white supremacy and the roots of such? How do we celebrate Thomas Jefferson as his president and his banker and not talk about how this man is only able to function and be what he was because he owned over 300 slaves? You know what? How do we not have that conversation? Because you have a, a man, a successful actor, sitting there testifying, and you have a, a black man who is president. And, and blacks being more successful now than ever, preaching to people, well, you are succeeding because of slavery. That's a self-defeatist uh, a mantra that's only going to hold people back and say, yeah, I don't, why should I go to school? Why should I try? I got money coming to me. I like that. It's, it's not, it's not uh, conducive to, to, to getting black, the black community that's in the, a problem out of it. 
It's going to hold them back further. Right. Money holds them back in a country where capitalism has changed. And seeing one black successful actor and one black president one. doesn't Come mean on. that. No, what you just mentioned. So because Danny, he testified. Danny, and Danny, Danny, Danny Glover's success and Barack Obama's success doesn't translate to every black person in this country. And, and every white person in this country. There's a lot to discuss. That's why we're opening the discussion today. And, and let's see how Capitol Hill plays this out in the years to come. And I think it's going to be a long conversation. Uh, Dee Watkins, Steve Malzberg, as always, appreciate the spirit. Top. Thank you, thank gentlemen. you, thank you. Man, <clears throat> they are everywhere talking about this, discussing it, and these Republicans, man, they are just open with it. They're not even hiding it. No, black people do not deserve reparations. We, they had a, a black president, as if that translates to every black person. Obama didn't even pass not specifically for black people, like. So, like, he passed more for gay people than he did. Well, he actually, it was actually nothing specifically passed for black people. But there was some specifically passed for gay people. If I'm remembering correctly. But, anyway, a black president doesn't translate to every black person. Not only that, like, there are so many black people that are just doing bad, right? The student loan, um problem you know it's so much that is going on right from student student loans um just not having capital not being able to get loans for businesses i mean there is so much going on but then you have the republicans acting like or just white people period acting like black people don't deserve nothing right because white people want to hold on to the power right white supremacy is real White people deserve everything. The white man deserves everything. That's exactly how America thinks. That is how white people think. And now they even have a lot of black women or women of color like um, Camilla Harris believing that the white man is everything. The white man deserves everything. Um, who else? Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, right? She got her a white man, right? The white man deserves everything. That should be like the new name of America. The white man deserves everything. But anyway, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. I'm going to be out, man. I'm going to talk to y'all next time. Later.